Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Before you start already. Oh, me? I'm just sitting here quietly. <laughs> Something wrong with the left? Yes. <laughs> You're, are you lopsided today? Your left side's no, hurting? No, I think the left is having some problems right now. And they have very few solutions or answers. Well, I'm an American. I think the whole country. did you see that over the weekend, oh, here we that go. President Biden is oh, re-implementing, by the re-implementing one of Donald Trump's immigration policies? Did you see that? No. Tell me about that. Well, Hurry no. Up. You go ahead and introduce okay. me. Sunbury Motors is more important than this. <laughs> well, there's no argument there. Boy, that's a big email. Did you read that? No. Okay. <laughs> it's full full page. All right. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We would just love to interact with you on this show. So we got open phones. we got three emails pending. We can read those. Uh, one is uh, from Cindy about a somebody in hot water in Philadelphia for having done a crime of some sort. So we can read that. Now, you were saying President Biden is reverting back to a Trump Donald Trump policy. All policy? these uh, Venezuelan immigrants who are streaming across the border. President Trump had a uh, provision in place that required them to apply for uh, immigration, not cross over the border and be accepted for uh, what, what do you asylum? call it? Asylum. That they have to come in by airplane. Okay. And now President um, Biden is uh, is endorsing that plan and is reinstituting it. Let's suppose President Biden does that plus some other things to improve the immigration stance. Is it too late? I mean, we already have three or four, five million additional immigrants in the U.S. illegally during his term. Is it, it, it is that too little, too late to sway people's minds that maybe he is doing something in that regard? Well, I think he's got serious issues at the board that he chooses to ignore. The fact that he's doing something is encouraging, but this year, <laughs> well, <that's true. laughs> there's still plenty more to be done down there, and he's not doing it. And, of mm. course, Kamala has been less than less than a stellar participant in, in trying to solve this problem. Yeah, I was talking to somebody over the weekend. They, they thought, as I did, that President Biden would uh, resign after about 18 months in office so that Kamala could take over. And uh, But he suggested, he thought that he, he would stick around at least through the midterms. But... In any event, but Kamala's not a viable second in or first in command now. She's just you know sort of off the page in terms of. I and, think that's her ramblings that's are working in Joe tough. Biden's favor that nobody wants her as the president. At least Joe is an amiable bumbler. I mean, he's walking around shaking hands that don't exist and uh, eating an ice cream cone over the weekend and telling us that the economy is really strong. 
Talk about somebody out of touch with reality. There is a guy out of touch with reality. My lovely bride says President Biden is harmless. I think that's what you're trying to say. Well, I don't know that he's harmless. <laughs> I think he's done plenty of harm already. Okay. All right. So we would invite you to call us or text us or uh, give us a buzz if you want to participate in these conversations. Uh, we have some things pending to discuss. You sent me an yeah, email. Yeah, I did. This I thought morning. this was interesting because it's it, it's a topic we've discussed <clears throat> in the past, but this is kind of a different take on it. A California child care teacher sued her former employer last week after she was allegedly terminated and mistreated because of her religious objection to reading books to children featuring same-sex couples. Nellie uh, Parsonova, who is being represented by lawyers with the Tom- Thomas More Society, worked four years at Bright Horizons Child Center in Studio City and cared for children age five and younger, according to the complaint she filed in the Superior Court of California. The lawsuit claims she was aware of such LBGTQ-themed material at the Studio City location of the largest child care company in the U.S., but at first had not been required to read them. Founded in 1986, Bright Horizons has hundreds of locations worldwide and employs more than 26,000 people. Now, here's when the situation changed in April, when Katie Callis, who serves as director of the location, learned of her religious objections to the material and refused her request for a religious accommodation and ultimately created a hostile work environment that led to her termination, according to the complaint. The complaint explained how uh, Parsonova, who is a devout Christian, reading such books to children to violate her religious beliefs and constitute promotion of intimate relationships and choices that are contrary to the teachings of her faith. Instead, Bright Horizons issued a counseling memo with false statements, terminated her life insurance benefits, required her to complete retraining in diversity issues, and strongly encouraged her to resign. So if hmm. she was she was asking she wasn't asking that the books be banned she was asking for an accommodation which well, she had apparently been granted uh, up until this lady taking over a religious accommodation it's not like a handicap why not <laughs> well because uh, you volunteer to if work a, at a if place. you have you have a if you have a policy that says no headgear may be worn in your company for safety reasons and a Muslim person comes in, a Muslim woman, and wants to wear her headgear, or or a Sikh comes in and wants to wear his turban, you're not going to make an accommodation for them? Well, I, I don't know about that. That's I'm not going to speculate it's how It's a religious accommodation, Mark. Okay, well, that's fine. Now, but <laughs> what business? You can't wear a turban or a hijab because of danger. Well, quite a few. But let's say you okay. have. Let's say you're working around machinery, the, where that could like, get caught in the machinery and pull your head in. Well, what about shirts? They can get caught in the machinery. Well, you're too. missing the point. You, you know, you're trying to. Yeah. Anyway, all the way back around the to issue. the nice lady in California who has deep religious beliefs. Uh, if if she can't stand the heat, she should get out of the kitchen. If you can't but, read stories of a wide ranging global view to uh, these kids, then you shouldn't work there. You're at the wrong job. You volunteered to go to the wrong job, you should be terminated. Okay, so uh, this is a, c- a kid that comes from uh, a normal, let's say, two-parent household in what used to be called the nuclear family, and it's a standard family, husband, wife, man, woman. Okay. Um, you know, one and all boy, of a sudden, one girl. Girl's all of a sudden, All of a sudden, they're reading about two guys living together and being married, or two girls living together and being married. Unless you're going to also explain that to them in context, how are you going to just read the book to them? Why don't you aren't expl- they going to have questions? Well, maybe, but that's, that's what daycare is <clears> for, gay is to chil- educate. And aren't gay, the parent, uh, children of gay couples, aren't they likely to have questions? 
<laughs> I don't think these preschools should be teaching kids about sex. I don't think they're teaching. Oh, Joe, come on. They're not teaching them about sex. Yes, they're they are. They're talking about the real-life families that live in the world. That's all. But I think if, if she can't teach that, if she can't read a book that relates to that sort of a couple, then she shouldn't be working there. That's one of the requirements but of working there. But she wasn't stopping like other the, people uh, from reading them. teacher in California, or where was it, in the Midwest, that wouldn't use a, a proper gender pronouns, but the school requires that. So if you can't fulfill the requirements of the job, then you shouldn't apply for it. Also, let's say a handicapped person in a wheelchair applies for a job. If they can't handle it without an accommodation being made, they should not be employed. Well, there are people with varying abilities. You're not answering my question. There's, there's a, you, you can't do it. You can't accommodate people you know, beyond recognition. I mean, well, it's not there has to be something reasonable. If I have a job that requires you to sit down at a table all day and assemble the parts, certainly somebody in a wheelchair could handle that. Just to rule them mm-hmm. out because they're in a wheelchair and not make the accommodation is a violation of the federal law. Yeah, and you need to put in writing that you're not hiring them because of the wheelchair and that will settle them for the rest of their life. <laughs> But seriously, there is no possible way that they could not make an accommodation for this woman. Well, these I think books, if these books are not required, if they're just available to be read and she chooses not to read them. You know, Joe, this is what I sometimes point out. This this, this is ripe for a compromise, you know, if people would kind of back down That's a little bit. That's what I'm talking about. Why didn't do. they compromise? But they do not have to. This is a workplace. You have to be able to help all families and educate about all families. Their requirement is that it's you read a workplace. It's books a preschool. that relate to all topics. It's a preschool. Well, what's wrong with educating people about work requirements? Oh, why don't we start telling them about uh, porno movies and things like that, too? Joe, get or Stan, get me out of here. This is I need your help here. Joe thinks that uh, an employer should be forced to hire people who can't do the work. Well, if they can't do the work, yeah, why would they hire them? But that's not what he's saying, I don't believe. No, no it's, it's not. A, uh, they're volunteering no. to not do the work. My, my thing with this whole transgender thing is it sounds like they're the coalition of the alphabet soup coalition is trying to bully everybody into believing it and, and being okay with the way they want to be. Well, this isn't a group or a tribe or an alpha a soup. This is a workplace with a woman who has deep religious beliefs that apparently prohibit gay lifestyles. Uh, volunteered out of the clear blue, she goes to a place where she doesn't believe in some of the things that no, they talk no, about. No, no, no. She had she been volunteers. hired there for some time. She goes time. through the front door and says, "Hi, I'm here to work." <laughs> but then she said, "But I can't do all your work because I have a belief." <laughs> See, but there's an agenda there, isn't there? All right? There's an agenda well, to force <laughs> force the, the, that stuff onto the kids by reading books to them about it. I, I think just... There's an agenda there by the Alphabet Soup Coalition. Is there a... Okay, so if you read a book about World War II, are you forcing violence on kids just because no, you're talking history. about it? Oh, I see. Well, this is history. The books, these LGBTQ-friendly books were about history. No, they were Gay characters H- in history. history. They were about oh, yes, history. they were. <laughs> I'm uh, all right. Now, Mark, you said it's the, uh, how'd you put it, the, a major uh, belief around the world, something along those lines, the LGBTQ, blah, 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 transgender thing. Is that what you said? Uh, I forget what well, I something said. Similar something similar something along those lines. It certainly is a, re- a reality around the world that there are gay and lesbian couples and transgender individuals. Uh, I, and, and as I said, I don't have a problem. 18, age of majority, and, and you want to uh, 
cohabitate that way or get married as this, you know, they're not getting religiously married, although in some places they are. I know in the majority Muslim countries that isn't happening. Uh, you know, that's fine and dandy. But the problem is they're forcing this on the kids. Okay, they're forcing it on them. You know, if the parents want to bring this up to kids, that's the parents' choice. But it shouldn't be a part of their curriculum anywhere. Period. <laughs> Why? Because this is the way the world really is. No, 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 no. It's Mark. not talking about nutrition. It, it, We're not going to talk about low-fat foods. We're forcing low-fat foods on these kids. They're just talking about eat things. Eat your Brussels ex- sprouts, Lawrence. Ex- well, I have heard that before. But anyway, they're just you, talking about the, re- the really, real world. Mark, do you really think a five- or six-year-old needs to be hearing about this stuff? <laughs> I love how if some do, do you really? <laughs> well, it's real. Yeah, why would you not hear about no, it? No, porno well, movies are real too. You want to show them some of that? of that? Okay, is that now, age appropriate? If 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 if, uh, if the parents and the kids are walking down the street and there's two men sitting on the corner holding hands and kissing on the bench, and the kid goes, "Mommy, Daddy, what's going on there?" Then it's the parents' job to explain it to them. Okay. But it's not the teacher's job because that more than likely isn't going on in the schools. At least it shouldn't be. Right? So it's the parents' job to teach their kids. Now, once they hit high school, if they want to include that as part of the health and sexual education curriculum, well, then I guess that's part of it. (laughs) But they're forcing this transgender stuff on the kids. You really think a three- to five-year-old can determine what sex he wants to be. I, I, I stand here. I think you're reading way too much into it. You well, know, you're, you're I, I like how everybody says uh, you're forcing it down your throat if you disagree with it. But if you agree with it, well, no, that's an important life lesson. Listen, both of you are, are kind of missing the point that I thought was central to this argument. This is an employment issue, right? No, this oh, lady okay. had been allowed under the prior manager. She was granted a, an informal religious accommodation, and she was allowed not to read those books. Now, she didn't tell the kids, I'm not reading you bad books about gay people. She just Mm -hmm. didn't read those books. Other people in the school did. She didn't. But then a new manager came in, and the new manager said, you're going to read those books. And she said, no, I'm not. And she filed for a religious exception. Uh, uh, you know, an accommodation, which is what we give handicapped people all the time. If someone is willing to make an accommodation for somebody in a wheelchair, why not an accommodation well, for somebody's religious that's beliefs? Why I said we this do is, it for Muslims, we do it for Sikhs, we do it for other people. That's why I said this is ripe for a compromise, because you had one person that was willing to overlook a portion of the rules for one time, and now you have a new individual that's not... But over, there were no rules requiring her to read a specific book. There are requirements to follow the curriculum is it, is of the it, school. Is it in the employee handbook. <laughs> now, now you're talking. This public. is at a preschool, right, Joe? This Just is at a preschool. Take, yep. take care of preschool. My, my point exactly. There are four, up to maybe five year olds in the preschool. Why do they need to be read this stuff? There's plenty of stuff to read to kids that they don't need to be read this stuff. What else shouldn't they see? Should they not see that? What do you mean? What else shouldn't they see, Mark? One animal. I'm telling you, if they're walking down the street and their parents <laughs> with them and they see it. Then it's the job of the parents. It's not the job of people at a preschool to force this stuff on, because that's what they're doing. They're putting that stuff into their head. They're jamming it down their throats, right? They're, yep, that, and they're putting it in their head. <laughs> that, hey, everything's okay. just peachy fine. It's not their job to do that. <laughs> their job is to make sure that they're safe and teach them ABCs 
and how to count colors and shapes. That's what goes on in a preschool. Mm-hmm. Not that Johnny has two mommies or daddies. Well, there must be, and they may. <laughs> and if they do, then it's up to the kids to ask their parents about it, not the teachers, not the instructors, not the daycare worker. Because gotcha. guaranteed, most of the daycare workers have no sort of teaching certificate or anything like that. Well, there have been instances, okay. there have been instances, and this is part of this whole issue, I guess, of changing social mores, but there have been instances where um, transgender, I don't know if not transgender people, but drag drag people, uh, people in drag costumes, drag queens, yes. right, go into schools and read to kids. Now, you know, what does that say to the kid? What is going on here? Why is this obvious man dressed like a woman and reading to me? You know, is it harmful? I don't know. But is it necessary? Definitely not. <laughs> well, and, and and the parents are protesting this out in Dearborn. They just had a big protest about it in at, at this uh, school board meeting. And, and the Dearborn's majority Muslim now. Okay? You can't walk down the street without seeing somebody in a burqa. All right. We got and That's you. just the way it is. And they don't go for this kind of stuff. So they're joining with the Christians and the Jews that don't like it neither. And they're going and protesting. Well, speak because for it's yourself. not right. Speak for yourself, Stan. All right, well, he is. Well, 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 I am speaking for myself. But drag queen story hour, really? Have you seen some of the videos and pictures of that stuff? Mm. Maybe you should get online, Mark, and look at the stuff that's going on well, that's in these schools. Topic. And they're going to drag queen shows. And the one school board the lady got up with she's telling them uh, she was telling them off. Stan, if about you were, how they labeled uh, let's a get drag back. show family friendly. All right, we got you, Stan. Thank you so much, sir. All right, thanks, much Stan. appreciated. Have a good day. All right, thank you. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You have a very unique situation here. You have an accommodation was made, or at least uh, they looked the other way for a woman who has religious beliefs and doesn't want to read any books to kids at a daycare where they have LGBTQ themed books available, among other all the other books as well, and as Joe would say, the normal books. And so, th- is that right that now the woman's been let go because she refuses? to read those particular books? What's your view on that topic? Is this just a labor issue that one manager overlooked things, or should no one uh, be be forced to read those kind of books aloud because, you know, you you're be, you choke the kids because you're jamming it down their throats, of all things. Come on, Joe. All right, 1-800-795-956. I use nothing about jamming anything down somebody's throat. <laughs> well, I was talking about whether or not it is acceptable to grant someone a religious accommodation based on their religion when there's no harm, no foul done by doing so. To be right for compromise, if only I had just said that a minute ago. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Yet you reject the ultimate compromise, which is giving this woman the right not to read those books. I'm just telling you why things the way they are. I'm not oh, defending thank you it. for clearing up the world I'm for me. I'm so grateful. Not, I'm just talking about the real world here, Joe, not your <laughs> Joe-topia. Oh, Mark-topia is the place. Hey, well, you should go there. We we don't even shoot each other at Marktopia. I've been there, and I left in a hurry. <laughs> right. We were shoving stuff down your throat. throat. Right. All right. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. 
You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook, Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Yet, but Rob Centers, our fabulous producer, he makes the show run perfectly, so we appreciate that. You can put him to work by calling one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six on the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, it's a family-owned dealership since nineteen fifteen. Fourth Street Sunbury and Routes eleven and fifteen Hummelsworth. That's where the Kia dealerships kept. You can find out more about them at sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North Fourth Street. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for tires. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. You can build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications and order it up, and they'll have it ready for you down there in, well, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. just depends on which waiting list you're on. Ford, Hyundai, and Kia, brand-new vehicles, plus a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. That means they can work on anything that burns gasoline down there, even a lawnmower, I suppose. They are a master towing service. they got a body shop, a parts department, big truck shop, little truck shops. And plus, they got openings probably just about everywhere. they got an opening there. I can see seven openings at the Sunbury Motor Company. Now, remember, they got almost 200 people working there, so seven openings, a big amount. But quick lane, uh, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body, frame, alignment, towing departments. Uh, they're looking for experience folks, plus entry-level folks. SunburyMotors.com They would love for you to work for them. And if you need a new vehicle or a pre-owned vehicle, they would just love to work for you at the Sunbury Motor Company. All right, we got one call coming in, Joe. Uh, just uh, this suit, by the way, slaps Bright Horizons and its staff with several charges, including unlawful retaliation, failure to prevent discrimination and harassment, religious-based harassment, wrongful termination, failure to accommodate, unlawful constructive discharge, charge and disparate treatment. All right. Well, it sounds so, like she's got a bit of a case. If she, if she was mistreated, that's obviously not good. Uh, the company's in the right. You should be required. Once you go into a company, you should be forced to comply with their rules. Even if somebody... Uh, even though she had been originally granted... Even though granted, somebody had overlooked it in the past, that's not right. You they'd overlooked that. it. No, they, she asked for it and got an accommodation, but she didn't ask for it in writing. Right. When she was actually ordered to read the book, she asked for it in writing. Dan, we are talking about morals, values, ethics, religious and shoving stuff down people's throat. Yeah, and I, I concur with what Stan said, but you know, this country was founded with Judeo-Christian ethics, and she was simply following the absolutes of Judeo-Christian truth. That's what she was doing, and that she was doing the right thing. What, she, were you it volunteer? was personalized, Dan, though. She was to asking for an accommodation. She wasn't asking the school right. to change their policy. She wasn't asking them to ta- ban the books. All she was asking for was an accommodation not to have to read them. Yeah, she wasn't even... Yeah, she, did, she was just, I mean, doing the least. It, 
she could do to offend the the people over. I mean, her supervisors, and I don't think she was not stepping out of her right to work there. She was just practicing what she believes what our country was founded on, and they should accommodate that. That's what made America great. Them Judeo-Christian ethics. That's the thing that made this country what it is. And you can see what's happening to it now that we're throwing them things aside. We're getting better and better and better and better. We're, we're, we're jamming. Like Dan said, <laughs> we're jamming they want to jam them things down little kids' throats. And we didn't even think about that stuff till we were 12, 13, 14 when I was growing up. Well, I didn't even care. The book, the book, the kids' books aren't how to be gay. It just is a story, a normal story about you know maybe a baking contest or a, a kid who loses the the lost dog or something. But it happens to be an LGBTQ couple or uh, you know parents that are involved in it. That's all. It, it's not. It's not a how to manual. Why. <laughs> that's why. That's why it's not Judeo-Christian ethics. Well, you could argue. I would argue that it's, the, uh, it's it is what the Bible teaches: marriage one way, a man and a woman. That's all there is. It don't recognize what we're being shoved down our throats today. Even your President Obama said he didn't believe in gay marriage during his first term. Who was? He's not your president. And, uh, well, uh, that's yeah, another topic. Whatever okay. our president, then he was, he was, he was jumping believe what what the Judeo Christian ethic was. All right, call back, Dan. And then the second term to get the gay vote, he changed. Call back. All right, call back, buddy. Thank you. All right, we are out of time for this segment, but we'll take more comers if you want to call us during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe. I'm here. I'm here paying attention. Mayor of Shemokin Dam. Head of the CSVT Task Force. Uh, let's see, what else? You wear a lot of hats around here. Former uh, supervisor, COO, and CEO of Sunbury Broadcasting no, just Corporation. Just COO. For sure. You were never CEO? No, Are president sure? and COO. Are you sure? Positive. I saw it on your business card no, in the didn't. 80s. No, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Okay. All right. Joe's memory's failing, so that's a sad situation. <laughs> but even his declined state, he's still twice as smart as I am, and so that's a good thing for him. So you say. Well, on the market, <laughs> sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. 
Is that what they call damning by faint praise when I say even your decline state yes, you're still pretty smart? Yes, that's damning by faint <laughs> okay. praise. That is indeed. Right. <laughs> it's another example of your passive-aggressive tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, we love you so much that we don't want you to be on the air so much. How about that? <laughs> right. Our toll-free line is open. Put Joe to silence uh, in his conservative, stuck-in-the-old-ways in views. 1-800-795-9565. You can do as three individuals have done, and that's send us an email uh, telling Joe he is wrong. Uh, those go to on the mark at WKOK.com and you can text us at 70236 include the keyword OTM uh, as one individual has done who I'm sure is telling me that I am wrong because I already know who it's from. Uh, 70236 include the keyword OTM. I know who it's from because of this word right there. All I right. saw that out of the corner of my eye, and I thought, there is... That, that's a pretty that, good indicator that's who, who that's you know from. Who. Right. <laughs> and thank you, sir, for sending us news. All right. We do have some very brief news headlines. Mum's the word from state and local police and the coroner's office on who was killed on a Saturday afternoon crash in Northumberland County. Happened near Treverton on Route 890. A car was torn in two. One individual was in the vehicle. That person died. Their name not being disclosed yet. Two women and a man were killed in a shooting in Pittsburgh. A fourth person was wounded. Police there aren't saying exactly what happened or the motive for that shooting yet. Uh, they do say that no arrests were made in that shooting in Pittsburgh yet. State Game Commission wants your help finding out who illegally killed that trophy 13-point buck up in the Allenwood area. So from here, we're really just waiting on the public to reach out with tips because they are going to be the backbone of this investigation. <laughs> And that is a game warden cadet, Brooke Hargan Raider, who is learning how to be a game warden. Uh, she was in on the investigation. Small caliber gun was used to shoot the buck. It died later, was found uh, by game wardens. They're trying to find out who illegally killed that deer in the Allenwood area. Shikolami School District is planning a $5 million upgrade at their athletic facilities. The district's working on installing a new turf field at Shikolami Stadium. That would be ready for next season. The superintendent say other upgrades of the facilities are in the work. $5 million. No tax increase necessary. They'll use reserve funds for that. And although those are taxpayer dollars too, though, right? Aren't they? Anyway, uh, the Shikolami Foundation, Braves Foundation will help kick in some of the money needed for that stadium upgrade at uh, Shikolami. The state Senate race remains a statistical tie between Democrat John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz. WHTM-TV reporting that a new Trafalgar Group poll uh, shows that Fetterman has 47% of the vote compared to Oz with 44% of the vote. A libertarian Eric Gerhardt has 3.4%. More than 4% say they were undecided or supporting another candidate. It had a 2.9% margin of error, so statistically it could be a tie in that particular case. A Penn State University group is facing backlash from students and university faculty after planning an on-campus comedy show featuring the founder of the far-right group Proud Boys, WTAJ-TV reporting the nonprofit student organization Uncensored America is drawing criticism for its hosting a comedy show featuring Proud Boys founder Gavin McInnes and conservative media commentator Alex Stein. Quote, we want it basically to be an event where everybody comes together and laughs a little bit, unquote, uh, Uncensored 
Cancer at America founder Sean Samanco said. University leaders released a statement Tuesday saying, quote, the type of rhetoric these speakers regularly engage in does not represent the values of Penn State. Our student organizations operate independent of the university and are free to sponsor programs or speakers of their choosing without censorship. Um, they're too, they are two censored comedians that have been censored on social media and from various organizations and other groups, Samanco said. We want to give them an opportunity to hear all sides of issues. So the head of Proud Boys is a comedian? Pretty funny, isn't it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, who knows? But anyway. Well, I'm sure well, the I think left has gone apoplectic over this. I, well, the school they says, don't like free speech. Well, it doesn't say that. It just says some of the things that they say aren't consistent. They're not trying to censure them or kick them off or say they can't No, good for the pro- university, but the students should be ashamed of themselves who are opposing this. Um, are there students opposed to this? That's what you read in the story. You said that there some students and oh, faculty. A Penn State University group is facing backlash. Well, how about, oh, from students, yes. So and some faculty. Students, yeah, some students and faculty aren't happy about this. Well, you know, you, this is just, uh, you, you can insert university and insert controversial speaker and somebody protests it on campus. Oh, sure, it's always going to happen. Yeah, no. well, this Heaven was forbid they be subjected to a different idea or another point of view. <laughs> that would be earth-shattering. <laughs> well, this is, uh, this is why the uh, Open Coalition exists up at Bucknell, so that people can hear all viewpoints, and, you know, that's why they had different speakers who are highly controversial off Such campus. groups are a cases. glimmer of hope. And I don't have, you know, if, if a far-left group came in and somebody wanted to talk about socialism as being the salvation of America, mm-hmm. I wouldn't object to that. Right. I wouldn't attend, but I wouldn't object. If you want to hear that, so so be it. You should have the opportunity. Right. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think this is uh, but certainly the guy from the Proud Boys would have a good story to tell if you let him speak freely for a short time. I'm just interested in the fact that he and the other guy are considered to be comedians. <laughs> well, I think they make fun of everything government. The poster for their um, um, for this show that they're going to be doing. Let me see if I can find this. We posted it. It's, uh, it's posted at WKOK.com. Says, stand back and stand by. <laughs> oh, well, that's... So you can kind of... And I, I think from what I've heard, that's kind of the theme is uh, where the comedy comes in is they make fun of the funny things that, that everybody on all sides of these issues have said. And well, John, maybe they poke particular fun at liberals, I would suspect. Well, um, yeah. When you? You would think they they would they might be interested in that. Uh, the, and what is it? What are the things they say that don't represent the university's values? What horrible things have these people said that are so despicable that the university wants to disavow any connection to them? Don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, you know, Proud Boys were interested in the, or uh, riled up because the election was stolen in their falsely held view. So, didn't really have anything to do with viewpoints. Some of these groups are sort of white-centered. I don't know that they're all white supremacists per se, but they're sort of white-centered. Chris is a finder of fact, and he can help us answer these questions. Good, right. mor- good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, what harm can it do to be exposed to a different idea? Oh, my like God. Having, like having uh, lesbian parents. Well, Joe... And- I think the age of the kids is the answer to your question, Chris. Oh, well, uh, how about uh, heterosexual parents? Yeah, is that well, teaching about sex? That's gross. How is that teaching about sex? How is that gross? 
No, I'm just harassing you. It's not. Oh, okay. You're just harassing Joe. No, he's harassing you. Yeah, I, I didn't think say it was anything. Directed at you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes, Joe doesn't get that. Or at least for our show, won't get it. So what is it? I don't so get. Heter- you can talk about heterosexual parents and mom and dad being there, but if you talk about two women being there or two men being there as parents, then all of a sudden you're teaching about sex. Is that correct? No, not really. Well, I don't think so either. So why do you make it that? Well, because it's not considered to be something kids at that age need to to know because they can't process it. Do they need to know about other religions? At age three and four, I don't know. I, you know, that's that's something you think that parents the should teach should them. Get a pass to, to teach about uh, somebody with a, an Islamic family. Well, if, if it's someone because it's against her religion that uh, Islam is evil. She didn't ask for that. She didn't refuse to read any books about Islam. I'm just Islam. saying, what's the difference? The difference here is that she had a religious claim. She asked for an accommodation. I she have had a been granted. Claim. I don't want to talk about Islam. She had been granted it. She had been granted it by the prior school administrator, and it was taken away from her when somebody new came in. Yes. All right. So why? So rules can't change. Uh, well. They're fixed forever, or they're grandfathered in forever? What are you arguing? I'm arguing that she had been granted an accommodation. Look, there's no harm, no foul here. She didn't st- ask for the books to be banned. She didn't ask they be taken out of the school. She didn't ask that other people not How read them. How about her kids? You're not. You're asking me a question. You ask me a question. Let me answer it. She didn't okay. make any ask for any accommodation other than she not be required to read those books out of her personal religious belief. There's no possible harm to anyone else in that in granting that request. What belief are they violating? Her religious beliefs. Well, if, uh, isn't it an Islamic person? But no one Not, said that she didn't would refuse to read anything about Islamic people. You, you know, you're dealing with but, like, whether or not this issue is right or wrong. You're using the same excuse that could be used. No, I'm just and, saying and, that this is... And you're also forgetting the snowball possibilities, and that if you give a teacher a right not to do that, then you also might be saying the next request is going to be, uh, I want my child removed whenever you're talking about anything that touches on uh, lesbian parenthood. She didn't ask for any children to be removed. She asked only no, that she no, not I'm be required to read can, a book. Then. Why can't I get a religious exception so you don't teach this to my child? You, you're just ignoring the whole point, trying to make some bigger issue out of it. And we have a call coming in, which hopefully we'll I'm, get... I'm, I'm trying to show that why, where your mistake in reasoning is, because... You do if you do it for one thing. What's your grounds for stopping it for another that is exactly the same? She only asked that's for one. Point. She only asked and for one thing. You haven't been able to answer it, and you're ignoring that. That that's the point. No, and the point is that she asked for an accommodation that had been granted and could be granted again without causing any harm to anyone. That's the yes, point. And, <laughs> and she didn't ask for Muslims. She didn't ask for to do for her to read the book. She didn't ask for Muslims. She didn't ask what for... What harm is it to do... Answer you the say question, if there's Jay. no harm, no foul, then allow it. I'm saying if there's no harm, no foul, what harm is there in her reading the book? The harm is to her personal religious beliefs, which she is entitled and to. And is it my harm to... to is it harm to her personal... to someone's, someone's personal beliefs not to read about Islam? 
She didn't refuse to read about Islam. I, You're ignoring. It, find me a distinction. Give me a distinction, Joe. The distinction the is that she has no Please. personal animus against. Give me a distinction. I'm trying to, but you won't shut up long enough for me to I answer you. Shut up plenty of times. Go ahead. <laughs> she is entitled to a religious exception because well, where there is. is that in the Constitution? No, court, well, there's no point. Okay, go ahead. Where is that in the Constitution, Joe? She's entitled to a religious exception. He's shut down. <laughs> well, no, I can't answer his questions. He just won't shut up. All right, answer so. one more question. Uh, I, I asked it five times, and you didn't ever answer it. I tried well, to. Even when I wasn't talking. I tried to. And then to. you start out with a statement that's not true. <laughs> I tried to. Strangely enough, the story's about a daycare, too. And there you two are. All right, Chris, we'll let you uh, wrap up. Anything else? Well, uh... The Republican Party has become a party of mass delusion, and it's very dangerous to elect such people. <laughs> Agreed. All right. I will say that. Bye. Thank you so much. Yeah, they say the same thing about Democrats. Better to elect incompetence and sleepy old men, right? <laughs> Why don't we find some good leaders out there? Oh, no, we can't do that. All right, hold on, caller. we got one caller waiting. we got three emails pending, 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. He can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Superlative. Producer Rob Setter on the other side of the glass. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe is here. Joe McGranahan. I'm Mark Lawrence. I work over in the newsroom and uh, clackety-clack all day long and get to voice my... You clackety-clack or yakety-yak, one of the two. No, I don't talk much once I'm off the well, air. Well, you're, you're yak a lot here. Uh, well, it's, it's, Sir, yak a lot. That's what, what I'm going to call you from what, now on. What, what, what is this? It's WKOK Live... Telephone don't, talk show. Don't talk show. Okay. Right. It's a new theme. Cindy, thanks for waiting. Silence is golden, my friend. You are on the mark. Is <laughs> something funny out there? Good morning, gentlemen. Silence is golden. You have a talk show, but one of the hosts is recommending silence. That seems a bit contradictory to me. So I think cooking? that the question at hand <clears throat> on the issue that Joe has raised is really... Um, a deeper question, which is, what is the role of schools? What has our society decided is the role of schools? And this comes up over and over again, and I'm sure that a lot of people who listen regularly know what I think the role of schools is, but I think we should ask ourselves, is the role of schools to teach the vital academic skills that allow you to succeed in our society, or, and, is the role of schools to socialize people to whatever the soup du jour of issues is. 
I know why they're, or I can assume, I can guess why they're pushing agendas at the preschool level because those peop- those children are the most malleable. It's hard to change the mind of a 16 or 17-year-old because they've gotten to the point where they can make their own opinions. And frequently they are not consistent with the adult in front of the room. But in preschool, children are far more easily um, moved, manipulated, convinced of a different way of thinking. And in fact, those people who push for preschool, universal preschool, that's exactly their thinking. We have to get all these children in there so we can have access to them to get them thinking the way we want them to think. And they make the argument that if they had this opportunity, then many a social ill would be lost, would be resolved. So that is my question. What exactly are we having schools for? Now, I I didn't hear, Joe, is this a public school or is this a private school? Okay, so, you know, that's a bit different from a public school. However, here in Pennsylvania, privately held schools can agree to adhere to the state's requirements in terms of education and program and processes and things that are available in order to get taxpayer dollars. So um, I don't know if that kind of thing exists in that state where this issue has come up. But I think the real question is, what are schools supposed to be doing? Now, in this case, obviously, some people believe that schools should be indoctrinating children to their thinking. And, you know, that's certainly what happens in a parochial school. I went to Catholic school for several years. That's exactly what they do. And I would assume that in schools that are Islamic-based, that's exactly what they do. And my sister attended a, um, a Jewish preschool, and certainly Jewish holidays, Jewish behaviors were discussed with the children there. Um, Cindy, why is it indoctrination if you just talk about uh, uh, the fact that gay couples exist? The story doesn't say, okay, boys, here's how you be gay or anything like that. It just talks about a boy that lost a ball in the bushes. Three- and four-year-old kids. Well, and and they have three- and four-year-old kids have gay parents, Joe. I'm sorry to tell you. So um, why, why is it indoctrination if you just talk about the way the world really is? I, I think you've you've hit the nail on the head, Mark. It's it's to normalize behaviors it is normal. that historically <laughs> have been considered abnormal or non-normal. So it's to teach the children. Of course, there is you know people ride horses. Of course, people keep cows, and of course, people behave in different ways. This is the normal thing to do. This is the regular. You can expect to see it. You know, that's what. I see is the issue for what people are upset about. They don't want their children taught by a different adult that these behaviors are socially acceptable because in their face, they're not. Isn't it up to the parents to determine what children are taught about topics that are not outside, that are rather far outside the scope of what you traditionally expect to get in a preschool or a school? Well, that's the question, Joe. What is the role of the school? We're back to my very point. There are many people who now believe that schools should be as much about uh, creating normalized, quote-unquote, behavior in society, right, 
addressing the social ills of society as it is about teaching you to add, subtract, multiply, and divide. I saw an interesting um, statistic. They wondered why children in Japan were so far advanced than American children when they took these international academic tests. And they discovered that in America, only 40% of the time in the school was devoted to those critical academic skills, reading, writing, math, science, social studies. The rest of the time was devoted to all kinds of other things versus in a Japanese school, 80% of the time was devoted to reading, writing, math, science, social studies and 20% was devoted to all these other kinds of things. So <clears throat> I, think, I think those people who utilize that facility to teach their children, maybe that's what they want. Maybe they want their children to be exposed to a wide variety of uh, social contracts, a wide variety of relationships. And the problem for that educator, that employee, is that's not acceptable to them. And so I'll say again what I said last week. If you hire into an organization, if you join the Boy Scouts, if you become a registered nurse and you're licensed, you, there are certain standards that you accept that you will adhere to. And if you cannot ex be adherent to those standards, you should not be a part of that organization. Now, I hear you, Joe, about, well, we should, there should be some accommodation, and you make a good point, and there are religious accommodations in the workplace, and people certainly expect that. There was, um, if not this summer, a summer ago, a lawsuit by a group of Islamic employees against an employer, I believe in the Midwest, because they wanted the t a break so that they could worship. Right. That was obviously going to be a religious accommodation in a workplace. Yeah, and I think they were granted it too, weren't they? Not in the end. I don't the remember. I just saw that they had raised the issue. But I, you know, I think there becomes um, there's a question then: Are we going to have? Uh, what exactly is it that you expect of the organization? If you sent children to Catholic school, wouldn't you expect <laughs> that that dogma would be what they were exposed to? Sure. Right. That's exactly what you would expect. Catholic schools, or there's fewer Catholic schools. But in this case, well, going not, back to your original point... I'm not point. saying that. I'm just saying, you know, if that's what you expect. In, in a public school, I expect non... <clears throat> I expect them to be um, adherent to the primary uh, curriculum that is disseminated by the state. That's what I expect and in no, a public no school. And no mention of same-sex couples. If that, if that found its way into the curriculum approved by the state, then that would be discussed. Gotcha. But let's face but no it, books that mention most it. of these kids' books have a point to teach some value, uh, whether it's charity, whether it's uh, befriending people, whether it's anti-bullying. They have a point, and those points can be made without bringing in controversial <laughs> or... Um, yes, oh my God, there's gay people, oh, kids, run, run. <laughs> Jeez. Well, Joe, so right. I think you, you, you need to be realistic about the issue, that it is entirely possible that there is a child in a wheelchair in that classroom or a blind child or a deaf child it's entirely put or down syndrome it's entirely possible that there is a child from another country and they don't speak the english that i would guess is being taught in a classroom here in america within that language it's entirely possible that there are children in that classroom whose parents for example uh, my mother 
uh, divorced my father when I was 13. And I can't begin to tell you how provoked I am, how angry, how resentful, when I hear the comment, broken home. That, you know, that just, Mm -hmm. I just so resent that. I'm from a broken home. Me, they label me that way. How'd you turn out? I made no, I had no choice, believe me. I had no choice in that decision. So why is society labeling me that way, Right. right? So I think we need to be mindful of, I don't know who's present in that classroom, but we should be teaching respect to them as individuals, no matter what their circumstances are. So and to the teachers as well. So should we have an LGBTQ family mentioned in a book or not? I didn't think so. Okay. Cindy, we got to hit the I road. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All right. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, wait, Cindy. We got a text talking about you. This Uh-oh. lady is good! Exclamation point. <laughs> there you go, Cindy. Now My you know. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, All right, we're going to take a quickie break, but Joe, we are so far behind in reading. You can read anywhere you want to, and it'll help the cause here. Want me to do it now? Yep. Okay. It hurts Chris's religious belief if anyone disagrees with him and his idea of how the world is or should be. And then, Chris, the Democrat Party is the party of criminal activity, starting at the top with quid pro Joe. Yeah, I noticed that on January 6th, those Republicans were jabbing police officers with the flagstaffs and spraying them with bear spray. That is Republican law and order for you. Gotcha. All right. Another listener says, so Chris's way of thinking is the only way to think. Typical leftist. Do it my way or Or you're wrong. wrong. (laughs) And rationalize all you want. The LGBTQ trans, etc. community is tyrannical to force society's acceptance. All right. And no religious exemption should be necessary if the stupid crap wasn't going on in a preschool. All right. Another listener says, come on, Joe. Chris gave you a good three seconds before he jumped down your throat that you didn't answer him. I think you could have cured cancer, and Chris would have complained that you didn't cure it fast enough. Not that right. Another listener, right. though, Chris has a Chris. good point. Reading the preschooler stories about same-sex families isn't about sex itself. Some of those three, four, and five-year-olds may have two mummies or two daddies. It's an inclusive measure to tell those kids that they and their families are okay and are valuable to us. Amen. Thank you so much, Joanne. And then, Joe, I agree with you. Chris asks a question, says he'll let you answer, and starts talking halfway through your first sentence. <laughs> I think that is true. It might be Chris's nature, yeah. And then Chris has probably never been in a preschool. He's just trying to make issues over everything from Islam to the constitutional rights. This is a preschool, correct? Chris, stick with the subjects that apply to adults, and please let these little kids be little kids. Mm, I think Sydney talked about that. Now start at the bottom of All this All right. One. Your last caller was absolutely right. Well, I'm, I think it would be the caller yeah, two before callers now. Ago. Right. Your, your prior caller was absolutely right about not having to face these types of issues before our teens or at least after age 10. We also did didn't have 24-hour news cycles, cell phones connecting us to every person on earth every second of the day. Some writers are simply trying to prepare children for this daily onslaught before it slaps them in the face as adults. Not to mention, it would be nice if we could teach this next generation to be open and loving towards all people, no matter what their views. All right, one more, and then we
finally hit the button. Stan, Stan, Stan <laughs> always has to be the first every day, and his low-bar, cutesy little sayings are not funny, nor are they welcomed by anyone with an open mind. Life, according to Stan, should be confined to old-fashioned ideas and rules, nothing progressive. There is absolutely nothing that does not change. His demand for things to stay the same is boorish and tedious. He sounds like a clown who recites a broken record. Give us all a break and stop. No, don't stop, Stan. No. <laughs> but uh, whoever wrote this keeps sending Obviously letters. Obviously intolerant of other people's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well... <laughs> And let's She's see. intolerant of Stan's intolerance. That's right. kind of strange. Okay. Um, well, let's see. What else Stan's Oh, Stan's first because he dials first. Anybody could dial first. Anybody, Anybody could. could be first. So Stan is just the Actually, most Stan, outspoken guy out there. I think she misses Stan's point. He's live and let live. Don't, yeah. Just don't ask me to buy into it. That's all he's saying. No, I think it's a little worse than that. Uh, I didn't think all so. All right. To be continued. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'd love to hear from you. We'll wrap up this particular topic. I believe there's one more email related to this, but you can email us at on the market at wkok.com and text us at 70236 lgbtq uh, content with uh, parents within books that were read to kids uh, raised a religious red flag for one of the workers at the daycare for whom they had already made an accommodation in the past but the managers changed and they said no you have to read every book in front of you and you can't carve it out just because it disagrees with your religion what do you do if you get a sikh or uh, how about a a, a taliban daycare worker and they make an exception so that you can't read any books that show girls accomplishing anything at all. Is that a logical religious exemption? No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, 1-800-795-9565. That's a political agenda. We will be right back. The weather is... You got... How about them Steelers? You talk about them this afternoon. So they finally won a game? Yeah, they did, and they won it big time over Tom Brady. Oh, wow. Well, Tom's, Tom, even even in his declining state, is still better than some, but not good enough. Well, not good enough yesterday to and stop the Steelers. Who was your quarterback? Uh, was Trubitsky uh, okay. at the end, and it was uh, uh, Pickett at first. Not Pickett. I uh, forget his name. Uh, the young man who Pickett just graduated. Correct. Huh? It's Kenny Pickett. That Kenny is Pickett. Correct. I was right. All right. Just think, charge. Charge. Pickett's charge. And the Eagles are undefeated. Wow. Yeah, how yeah, about them are. Eagles? Six and oh. Yep, going into a bye week. Fantastic. That's the way to do that, boy. Yep, It just amen. gets stronger and stronger. Great to see and that one of our Pennsylvania teams doing so well. There is another Pennsylvania team doing well. Not football. Oh, who? <laughs> oh, the Phillies. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're only in the final four. No big <laughs> That's deal. That's right. <laughs> I, watched the, I actually watched part of the game the other day. and They're a pretty amazing team. Inside the park, home run, first time in the playoffs. Man, that's pretty incredible. Let's see. Mark, at preschool with children from three to four years old, puppy dogs, stuffed animals, counting, alphabet, lining up at the door. These things are appropriate for young children, not issues such as same-sex couples, gender changes, and so forth. Let the little kids alone with the adults' issues that are uh, that uh, are for them and their parents to discuss if it even comes up. Well, I think the school has probably had That's books an important email right there. Gay parents were just part of a story. It wasn't maybe the... Well, who knows what the book said, but in any event. But in any event, the parents volunteer to send their kids there and the people volunteer to work there. So if you, if you volunteer to work at a place where you can't comply with the rules, then out the door you go. 
Oh, brother. What's wrong with that? Well, it, what's wrong with that? So you want that? me to come here and, no. and once I get on the, on, on the WKOK news, between see asking, how great Democrats are? But you're not asking for an accommodation based on your faith or on some physical disability. Someone is asking so for that accommodation. So I don't understand disabilities. No, you don't. Enlighten me. You're mentally disabled, but other than that. Come on now. <laughs> but seriously, what, 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 what is this big disability that this Christian woman has? It's not a disability. She's asking for an accommodation, which the law permits. If you have a disability, being a faithful right. person, you heard what you heard what uh, Cindy said about, and she's right about the group of uh, Islamic people who applied for time to pray during the day, a religious accommodation. Right, and they didn't get it. They did get it. They did not get it. I thought. No, I thought they did. Okay. In any event, and then let's see. Uh, this is an email or text, rather. The clown is the emailer who's a coward. You have something to say? Bring it on the radio by calling. It's real easy. Just push the buttons on the phone. <laughs> well, dial. no, I don't agree with that. Don't call. I mean, we have some fabulous emailers from whom we've never heard. So, uh, vo- vocally, so I think, uh, yeah, emailing's fine and texting yeah. is fine. I was waiting for EB. I thought he for sure he would be emailing about those horrible Latino uh, Democratic Council members in Los Angeles who. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he would be offended and say that all Democrats are uh, bigots. And, oh, here's a Democrat that ran into oh, okay. water. Read that upper right hand corner. A former city treasurer in Philadelphia pled guilty to naturalization fraud and failure to pay income taxes on Thursday. As the Department of Justice announced, former Philadelphia City Treasurer Christian Dunbar pled guilty to the procurement of citizenship unlawfully and through multiple false statements, submitting false citizenship papers and failure to file tax returns, all in connection with false statements and altered documents he submitted as part of his application to become a U.S. citizen and failing to file his federal tax returns in three separate years. Must not want to be here that bad. You can't pay taxes. That's well, I'd the say first that's a true t- American. You don't want to pay your taxes. <laughs> first thing they teach you is complain about taxes. Pay your taxes. All right, so he's been arrested. Uh, read this, and then we'll hit the... Uh, All right, good morning, phone. fellas. I finally have a moment to let you know I believe the segment you all had last week with Professor Merle was one of the best discussions I've heard on On the Mark program. Ever. The content of uh, the conversations was at a level of major network programming. I actually stopped what I was doing to listen to your questions and the professor's answers. You all need to have Professor Merle on in the future. She has a lot to offer your listeners. Thanks for all you do. P.S. I hope to drop by on one of my future visits to PA. Oh, very welcome. Yeah, that would be fun. Well, you know when we're on the air Eastern Time. So, Signed yeah. by Larry G. from Richmond, Texas. Okay, and uh, that would be Professor Allison Merrill of Susquehanna right. University and an associate professor of political science and just a, a specialist on the Supreme Court. A scholarly realist related to the nation's court. So, yeah, go back and listen to the podcast last week. Just a great, great show. Uh, Dan, you are on the mark. Last caller before a quickie break. You got a minute, Marty. No, he gets more. Well, you, no, a he, lot of oh, people please. mentioned the agenda. It wasn't just me, but the agenda is to divide and conquer. And that's part of what I mentioned the other week, cultural Marxism. If the cultural Marxists can get us so divided, we fight each other. They have the opportunity to to be quote unquote solution, which isn't a good solution to all our problems, and they'll have us since we they couldn't get us because we we're a strong quote unquote Christian country up to the 1930s. They changed their agenda, 
into dividing us through one item is sex. And that's what this bottom line is all about, to divide us and make us more angry at each other. Then they can come in with a solution and say, hey, we'll solve your problems, which it won't solve the real problem. It'll make us under control of our government. So that's what this is all about, the bottom line. Okay. Okay. And that's why you, we're being divided the way we are. Cultural you, Marxism. Gotcha. All, yeah, that's what cultural in the culture. They can't get us. They couldn't get us before because we were a strong Christian ethnic country. We wouldn't be. We weren't going to be divided over economics. They come in first economically. It works in other countries, but it wouldn't work here since we were a strong Christian ethnic country, but they could get us if they got rid of, of get make Christianity a problem, quote-unquote, what they do, and Get it? Get us on sex and and cultural. Get one one racism. They use race, which there isn't no such thing as a race. We know that today, but they make you think there's races so they can divide us: black, white, Asian. You see it all the time on T on the woke mark on the mark uh, on the media. You see them trying to divide us that way over called racism. Well, we got to be smarter than them. We got to, but are we? No, are we so. really smarter, <laughs> or are we falling, or are most people falling for the line? Well, I think a lot of people are trapped in their ideology that you know they they can't see anything either way. But I, it's more it's a human thing, you know. I don't I don't think anybody wants us to be Marxists. I think this people bask in the glow that we have this wonderful country, and you get to argue these points. And I think that's why so many people raise one eyebrow when a campus group or somebody protests somebody they disagree with. That's why the Open Discourse Coalition started up in Lewisburg because people do want to hear opposing views. So I think that's more. Some people do. Well, but I think most people, yeah, that, okay, some, that's fine. But I think a lot of people want to hear all kinds of viewpoints. All right, well, Dan, we got to hit the road. But thank you, yep. sir. That's why I tune into this program. I heard different views. And hopefully you'll be able to set it straight. It doesn't hurt to be exposed to yep. different views, but you have to make your own conclusion. You have to come to facts on right. the views, and right. that's... That's great. Okay, right, we got you. you guys Thank you have so much, a sir. great one. Hey, Take you too, care. buddy. Thank you. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll have time for more callers. You can call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Who knew that this private daycare would a new horizons, right? New horizons. Would have been able to carry uh, bright horizons. Bright, bright horizons. Would have been able to carry the whole show, but it did. We got one caller who wants one more minute and one more email. That's going to be read aloud, but you can join the queue, 1-800-795-9565, email 
on the market. Up at the KOK.com. Text us at 70236. Should a daycare, a private, for-profit daycare, make an accommodation to a woman who saves her religious beliefs, uh, prohibit her from reading about LGBTQ families? There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. All right, upper right-hand corner, Joe. Mark's, uh, Rob says, Mark, can we assume that there are no people of the Muslim faith working for this preschool company? The Muslim faith does not believe in same-sex marriage. Sounds like religious discrimination to me. Well, no, I'll say it before I'll say it again. First, this is right for a compromise and a logical accommodation. But secondly, you do volunteer to go to a workspace. If you can't comply with the rules, you shouldn't be there. But there's no indication that somebody Muslim wouldn't read a book about LGBTQ life to a child or the, or the family that's in the book. The book's But about. it would be they could logically make the same request. Right, absolutely. Against their yep, they could principles. ask, but, you know, the job requirements are that you read to kids. You read the material they give you. So it, it is discrimination. It's, it's exactly the oppo- opposite. They w- should make an but accommodation But if there are six or seven everybody. books on the same topic, that was the point I was trying to make earlier. That each to- each book has a topic, a theme, right? It's trying right. to teach a kid something. How to find a lost ball or whatever. Right. So if, if, let's say, there's one with a gay couple trying to teach you to be a better citizen and there's one with a straight couple t- trying to teach you to be a better citizen and there's one with just kids and it's trying to teach you a better to be a okay. better citizen. Why do you have to read the one that uh, has a gay couple in it? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Chris. Joe's not going to talk. You can say whatever you want for a minute. Go right ahead. Okay. Well, I agree. I, w- I agree with Dan, except for cultural Marxism substitute fundamental Christianity. Okay. And uh, it's a private school, and they, if they think it's important to teach uh, tolerance and equality toward uh, gay people then it is hurting somebody. It's hurting the students who aren't exposed to that. So there is damage, okay. And it's a private school, so they have every right to discriminate as much as any Catholic school based on religion, based on anything else. They don't have to make any accommodation. They can if they want to. And, Joe, if you can give me a distinction between the cases... Do it now, because I am not going to say another word. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for calling in. 
All right. So, the distinction between the cases. Do you know where what that was asking you about? I think he. Well, now he was bringing up Catholic schools and okay. whether or not they. Well, there was a woman around here who sued because she became pregnant, and the Catholic school requires you to live a life right. that, that doesn't involve being pregnant in and front she, of kids. Well, or? she was pregnant but not married. That was the issue. Okay. She subsequently, I think, did so, marry, but they they fired her anyway. Okay. You and I argued about that, and you know. Well, I was right then. I'm right now. Uh, but that's that's a different kind of accommodation. That's an accommodation that goes against the entire teachings of a church. <laughs> you should be married before you have sex. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it does, not very practical in today's world. I will grant you. <laughs> well, well, like I said before, there's a lot fewer Catholic schools around here for a reason. There's fewer you think kids. That's why. Fewer kids want to invest in them. And uh, then uh, forever there have been same-sex couples. Hard to keep it hidden because of laws. Now my children, Stan and Dan, understand it's okay to talk about. Now my children, Stan and Dan, understand it's okay to talk about. I guess that was a comma that could have been put in there. Okay. And is there anything else? No, that's it. No, okay, we we covered everything. We ran out of words. We did. But But you and I didn't. The bottom line to me is still that that if you can ask for an accommodation to use a wheelchair and you can ask for a religious accommodation, why can't this woman be accommodated? Not the same thing. You choose your religion. This isn't a choice. And they want the kids to be fully informed about all of the families of the world, not just the straight, heterosexual, white, Christian ones that happen to come up in her books. To be continued. We have open phones tomorrow. We'd love to have you on board. We're going to hear from the League of Women Voters later this week. This is WKF.